Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spirit Talk Radio. My name is Angel and I am your host. I would like to extend to you this invitation to join me today on a journey of exploration, discovery, and clarity with one of the many guests from the community who is committed to helping us all on our journey of spiritual transformation. Enjoy the show and be prepared to ask questions if you have them. Looking forward to seeing you today, tomorrow, and thereafter. Enjoy. Well, good morning and happy Saturday. I hope everybody's having a delightful day. It is a beautiful Saturday morning here in the San Francisco Bay Area. I am Angel. I am the hostess here at Spirit Talk Radio. Our guest this morning that I'm very excited about is Dr. Barry Friedman. We're waiting for him to dial in so we can get started. Um, I do have a bunch of people that have questions and I'm looking forward to him answering our questions. And um, I don't know if those of you who are listening realize that this is a special um, month here because we're celebrating our four-year anniversary as, as programming here on Blog Talk Radio. And we have a lot of guests that have been on our program in the past. And uh, Dr. Freeman's one of the guests. And one of the things that he is um, kind of known for on our show is a couple of years ago, during all the chaos of the election, Dr. Friedman actually did um, a, a did a thing on uh, Donald Trump when he was running for office, and it turned out that uh, he called the election. It was a really cool show, so I thought it'd be really neat to bring him back on the show. I just saw him, and he disappeared. I don't know what happened to him. Maybe he's dialing back. I was just about to cue him in. So, if you have questions about what's happening in your life. If you have questions about what's happening in the world, I'm looking forward to having you on the radio. Dr. Freeman, are you with us? Hello? 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 One more time. I have a little trick here, so hold on. Okay. Jared, can you hear me? Hello. There we go. Magic is happening. Yeah, unfortunately, my headphone is not. So hold on one second here. That's okay. That's all right. We can make things happen if we work hard enough. Um, (laughs) We turn the radio down in the back just a little bit, and I think we're ready for action. Is that better? Is that better? Well, I can hear myself. Well, I can hear myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we're waiting okay. for um, waiting for Barry to get his headset going, so we can talk to him and he can answer questions and give us some insights on what's happening. Angel. Like we, yes. 
We have contact. Hi. So we have contact, but I. But the thing is, can you call me on my other my cell phone line? That one that should work well because I need. I want to be able to. I don't want to have to hold the phone up all this time. Can you call me on my cell phone? Okay, I can do that if uh, you want. Thank you. Email. I don't have your cell phone number, but you're on the radio right now. So I, I don't know if you want to do that. I'm going to give it to you right now. Okay. Oh, is that okay? It's okay to say it on the radio because you can email it to me. Because you're on I, the radio. I, right I, now. I, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Why don't I just give it to you? It's fine. I, I, okay. It's a public number. Five one zero. Okay. Five one zero four nine nine six nine zero zero. All right, so I'm going to uh, add you to the call. Hold on, everybody. We are almost there. Okay. Right now. Are you there? I'm here. All right. Woo! Okay. That's exciting. We're good. So I'm, We're good now. I'm so, I'm so happy to have you on, and thank you so much for, for making time for us. As I was sharing with the with the radio audience, listening audience, when we first got started, we were celebrating four years on the air, and I have had a lot of guests, a lot of fun, a lot of really interesting things happen. And one of the reasons why I reached out to you and, and, and hope that I get you back on is one of the things that stands out for me is you called the election like like almost a year before we, the votes and everything happened. And it was so interesting because uh, you, you you not just called the election, you called almost everything that happened based on uh, Donald Trump's chart, just the, like the, the controversy, the things with, and, and yes. everything. It was really cool. It was really, really cool. Yes. Yes. And very, yes, uh, cool and, and, and unfortunate. And, and, yeah. and, and all that, yeah. <laughs> It is. It is what it is. Yes, I know. I'm very outspoken, actually. <laughs> but it was really, it was really neat because, um, you know, I'll let you tell people that the difference because I, I hadn't heard really um, about the the Vedic astrology versus kind of Western astrology. What we're used to to hearing about here in the in the U.S. and um, if you could take a minute to kind of talk about that, and then we could get to playing and all the good stuff that's going around, because I can't wait to hear <laughs> what you have to say about all the all the stuff that's happening right now. So, yes, go ahead. Sure, sure. Well, thank you for having me on again, Angel. It's a pleasure. And um, with regard to you're asking the difference between Hindu astrology and Western astrology, there are quite a few uh, major differences. It, for example, the the zodiac that Hindu astrology uses is called the sidereal zodiac, which are the actual constellations in the sky that we see. Western astrology, the whole circle of Western, quote, signs, is shifted off of the actual constellations from which they were originally named by about 24 degrees at this point in history. So, the whole circle of Western science is is not, as we would say, you know, in alignment or coterminous with the actual constellations. And then superimposed on on the twelve solar 
constellations in Hindu astrology, the actual constellations, are 27 lunar constellations called nakshatras. And those are extremely important for for the moon uh, and also for where other planets are in those 27 lunar constellations. There's a precise chronology of planetary influences from the moment of birth um, and uh, the way the planets interact with each other is quite complex. It's there, as in Western astrology, there's a certain level of angularity, but what supersedes that far more are uh, what are principles called drishti. Drishti is the planets glance at each other in very specific ways, and also um, the the signs the signs themselves, the twelve constellations influence one another very powerfully and it's called Rashi aspect and so to, when you combine the Rashi aspects where the planets are located in Rashi meaning a, a sidereal solar sign when you have the signs influencing one another and planets in certain signs and, and the glancing um, plus transits uh, it's a very profound and complex system also from the main chart are generated 15 subcharts that each deal with a particular area of life. So the the upshot of it is it's a really it's a, a profound, endlessly deep and vast system. I feel so grateful that I I that I sort of stumbled upon it so many years ago. Oh my gosh! <laughs> How long did it take you to study? to really master this, uh, if you would consider yourself mastering, I'm sure, and you're, you're, you're learning more probably every day. Um, how long I, have you... I learn, yeah, I learn more every day, but I, I would never consider myself a master. I, I'm, you know, I'm very, I'm very accurate about seeing who people are in their charts. Um, I sometimes, in terms of what's coming down the pike, I'm I'm quite accurate, but I don't get a I don't get a huge amount of feedback from from most of the people. I've done thousands of readings, and so what I suggest may happen. It 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 can happen. It can be off by uh, a few uh, days, weeks, or months. But I'm. Actually, much more. Even though I'm, I do predictive astrology, obviously, I much my work in astrology. I'm also a licensed therapist, uh, and I'm a teacher in the history of religions. Uh, oh my gosh! And what I'm really, what I'm really interested in is my work is all whatever I'm doing. It's all about um, helping people to develop greater self-awareness and greater self-empowerment so that they can move forward in life in, uh, um, uh, you know, a more integrated and confident way and to work on what they need to work on and to recognize their strengths. So that's what my work is primarily about. But yes, I do look at the future. Yes. Well, everybody wants that, right? People, people go in and, and they want to know the future. And, and I remember years and years ago, um, going somewhere for dinner with friends back in my youth, and, and there was a, a woman in the back with her astrologer that she had met at this little luncheon place, and she had all the 
charts and stuff and sat there and it was like, this is a real conversation. She, she was like mapping out her life. And it, it's a little different, right? If you really use it the right way and really look at it as more of a, of a tool, this is something that can help you build your roadmap to what there is to do versus just sitting down and, you know, getting a, a reading, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. If one, you know, to understand oneself, um, as, as deeply as possible is one of the greatest um, fulfillments that one can have because it, it's what opens the door to further growth and development. I mean, we're here in this, in this world, on this plane, to grow psychic, uh, you know, um, psycho-spiritually and to, and to contribute to life in whatever way we can. And understanding oneself, knowing oneself, it is, is the royal road to doing that. I love it. And, and I, I have to say it, it's intriguing listening to, to you describe all the different things. It feels really complicated, but when you sit down and talk about it um, and start, like, reading and giving the information, it flows so so different for me and I will go back to when you were on the show before because uh, you you broke down um, I wrote some notes I went back and listened to it so I wrote some notes like you, you talked about two things you said where the chart was for Donald Trump and then where the chart was for the United States of America and how the two things together just kind of made it look very strongly that this guy was going to win the election. So it's like my country has a chart and I have a chart, which I found very interesting. The country has a chart, but really uh, there is something that could be well understood, which is that the chart of the leader of a country is in a certain way for that period of time, the chart of the country itself. Right. And so, I mean, the, the the chart for the United States, um, we can look at it from the from the natural zodiac, starting with Aries as the ascendant. We could look at it at, from a number of different points in terms of when the Declaration of Independence was signed, or any number of historical points. But really, it if you if you look at Trump's chart, you can very much see where we're at. And, uh, and yes, so, so it's, uh, yes. So, um, I, I, anyway, what I'm very concerned about, of course, is the next election. (laughs) Right. Well, before you go there, because I want you to go there, I wanted to bring up one thing in your past reading, uh, because it's like a segue into that. You Mm -hmm. spoke about, you spoke about when he won and that he was going to win and you were very apologetic, like, You're like, I'm really sorry to say this. You're very sorry. I'm so sorry to give you this. You said he was going to win. But then you talked about all the controversy and all the legalities and all this, like the battle. Like every day was just going to be a battle. And then you spoke about the timing that something um just absolutely dramatic and horrifying was going to happen. And, and it wasn't clear what it was. And as I looked, listened to that after not hearing it for a long time, I was like, Oh my God. And here we are. And, and yes. here we are <laughs> right in the middle yes. of like the most right. ridiculous, crazy 
thing that nobody would have predicted. Nobody would have said, oh, you know, we're going to close up the, the globe and be in a pandemic. It just nobody saw this coming in this way. But you saw something happening, which was really cool. And, and how you can see that in the chart is just amazing to me. It's just absolutely amazing. Well, um, yes, I don't, I don't remember uh, what, what I said a few years ago, but I believe you. I believe you. I do so many readings, I can't remember what, I, what I've said previously. But, but uh, unless I meet somebody several times and, and, and have, a, you know, have a sense of who they are personally. But, yes, um, would you like me to talk about the COVID situation now? Is I that, would is that... love for you to talk about the COVID. <laughs> Please do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's so, why I'm here. I got my popcorn. I'm sitting back. I'm ready. I want to hear what you, what, what, what you see. <laughs> it, 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 might be, it might be useful to have, you know, a glass of wine, actually. <laughs> oh, wow. You should give me a heads up on that one. I, I, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! So, Go ahead. Um, so, uh, with regard to COVID, it was, it, I wasn't. Uh, at least in the last year, I haven't been looking for any major disaster to occur. Although they're they're sort of occurring um, all over in different ways, anyway. But for something that was global, but as soon as it hit. I became very aware of uh, of why it hit, and so the though though Hindu astrology does not classically use the the um, the, the outer planets Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, they simply use the inner planets. But on um, February eighteenth, the the <clears throat> Pluto, which is an archetypal force for global issues, for mass consciousness, uh, the globalization of of everything, and also um, uh, the unconscious, death, transformation. Pluto entered sidereal Capricorn, which from the Aries, which is the the natural first house, <clears throat> Capricorn is the natural tenth house. The tenth house is a house of government. It's a house of work, and it is also the the, the it's as a sign. Capricorn is one of the most, if not the most, powerful. Sidereal constellations. Why? Because because it's most receptive to influence past life karmas, influences, and so what we're dealing with now, and what we will be dealing with. I'm not talking about the virus per se here. That's what that's what you know was the entree into Pluto coming into Capricorn, but. While Pluto's in Capricorn, there's going to be major world transformation. And this is the very beginning of it. So, uh, and it is based on the karmas that we have accumulated. The, the, the rampant, you know, 
uh, proliferation of ant antibiotic-resistant bacteria and new viruses, pollution, that, uh, the destruction of our oceans, of our, of our air, except right now because people have you know, shut down so much of what causes pollution, that all of these is whatever, whatever effects are coming forward is based on the karmas of, our, of the last 50 to 100 years or more. So um, that's what we're seeing is the fruition of karmas that have been laid down for us for a century and more. Um, wow. So I th that's, I think, one way to understand this. Saturn came into Capricorn um, a, short, a little while before Pluto did. It came in and around, uh, depending on which ephemeris or program you use around January 22nd. It takes, on average, about two, two and a half years to go through a sign, but sometimes it's less and sometimes it's more. Now, Saturn will be in Capricorn. It rules Capricorn, so it's in high, relatively high dignity there, meaning it, it has, you know, strong effect um, and, I mean, it, it's actually positive effect, but it may not feel positive. Saturn, everyone in India is terrified of Saturn because it is the great teacher of any chart, and it doesn't care how it has to teach. It can be it, – it, it, can, it doesn't care. It's, its purpose is it creates difficulties and obstacles and challenges for the sake of, of, of growth and development. And wow. So, and it also its great strength is endurance and perseverance, and that's what we have got. That's what what we have to marshal in our individual and collective lives. So Saturn is there for the next two years. Pluto is there for the next twenty years. But Jupiter oh, wow. came. Yeah, yeah. Jupiter, Mars, Mars came in. Let me just see where where was Mars. I'm just looking at the um, Jupiter. Jupiter. Jupiter uh, came into uh, Capricorn on um, right at the right around uh, March 25th or 6th. So uh, it. So when that happened, Jupiter there is the natural ninth and twelfth lord. So the twelfth house, the twelfth lord, that is the lord of Pisces from the natural zodiac, is a house of death. So Jupiter oh, wow. came in to Capricorn, and it's also the the natural ninth lord, spirituality. So what we're seeing is in this sheltering in place in this shutdown I mean, many so many people have died and more will die unfortunately unfortunately and there is in this there is a new the potential for a new ethos a new neighborliness a new sense of community for those who are open to it that would be Jupiter's ninth house energy and so the thing is, the difficulty is that Jupiter is technically, in terms of dignity, debilitated in, in Capricorn. So there are nine levels of dignity for any sign from debilitation to exaltation. And so in Capricorn, Jupiter happens to be debilitated. So 
you know, we have seen the development of, of consciousness, but it's really coming the hard way. Now, mm. I believe it's on July 1st, Jupiter will retrograde back into Sagittarius, which it rules. It will then, it will then be the ninth Lord in the ninth house. And so then the challenge here is, you know, and it will be there until around, the, around November 23rd, give or take a day, something like that, or 21st. So it, it, that, will, that will give an opportunity for people to sort of consolidate and, and, and uh, integrate a, a more spiritual consciousness, um, the, the, the challenge is going to be that we're, we'll be, you know, approach, we're approaching the election and, um, you know, the, given the, the sower of discord and, 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 and fear, rage, terror, hatred that we see in the White House, um, you know, it will be a huge challenge to hold on to the decency of conscience that we, that we so much desperately need. So yeah. it's very, very challenging times. The virus yeah. itself, uh, the virus itself, is, you know, um, I read an article that an Indian client of mine forwarded to me from uh, uh, his brother in India, and um, which, which uh, uh, where this young prodigy, uh, uh, astrological prodigy, I think he's in his mid-teens now, he, he apparently is great at, at forecasting um, the stock market in certain respects. But he, if it's to be believed, because I don't know him personally, predicted about eight months before that uh, the virus actually hit that there would be this major pandemic. What he said is that um, the sort of the plateau, the climax of this would happen from this last March, end of March until the end of May. And then things would slowly start to recede in terms of the, the effect of the virus. And, but that it would take a, a good year for things to shift enough so that that next year in June, um, you know, according to him, the, the planetary alignments will change sufficiently that a true cure or vaccine will be discovered. Now, I'm thinking that uh, th there may be developments sooner than that. They are so coming forward, rushing forward with v vaccine prototypes um, that may confer some uh, immunity to the virus. Um, I think the virus will take its, continue to take its toll, although hopefully, you know, in not such dramatic fashion as we've just been experiencing. Um, and he said that the markets themselves will more or less sort of return to quote normal in around November of 2021. As for myself, I, seeing what's happened just from a sort of intuitive and rational place, uh, it makes sense to me that it will take that long for 
uh, us to adjust to what's happening and to get our lives rolling again forward. The the problem is if they if they start rolling again in the way that they were, um, we're going to lose the 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 opportunity to really grow and deepen as uh, as a species. So, um, like I have. I'm very much of a hermit, except I generally, you know, I see my friends and my clients, but I, you know, but this has made me even more of a hermit. And I've I've come to see like with far less, you know, there's almost no traffic, although again, it's beginning to pick up and I'm thinking, wow, this is really peaceful. This, you know, I know so many people are suffering um, and it's, it's it's tragic. It's tragic, and losing people in hospitals and not being able to be with them at the time of their death—it's it, it, you know—it makes me want to cry. And it is really sad. That's really that's very it's sad. Ter- it's terrible, and at the same time, I it, terrible things can lead to greater, you know. Uh, uh, awakening. So in my family, except for a few, a few, very few people, that were killed in the Holocaust. And I mean, there's no justification for the Holocaust. There's, there, there's, you know, no, no amount of growth can justify anything like that. Yet it did have the effect that horrendous, you know. Um, um, ghastly demonstration of no conscience its effect nevertheless was to to make hundreds of thousands millions of people see what human beings are capable of although of course all they had to look at was world war one you know but never nevertheless a lot of people woke up to the to to the fact that if we're going to survive, we need to we need to come from a far higher level of awareness and conscience and heart than we witnessed, you know, in Germany during World War II and in the 30s that led up to it. So I think everything has a purpose, even though, believe me, you don't know, I've raged at the powers that be at God (laughs) for endless decades going, why does it have to be this way? But it seems that people learn best through suffering and the hardest lessons are learned through suffering, but they learn those the best. And it's tragic that that's the way it is. You know, we we need greater enlightened awareness from our our the parents of this world who raise their children without the narcissistic and unconscious uh, entitled overlays that we grew up with, and you know uh, when we were all children. Well, you know that was probably the most powerful about ten fifteen minutes of. Um, the presentation I've heard and, and I, I, I got a couple of things that stand out for me because you threw um, a combination of things. You talked about Pluto um, that uh, being the focus of global issues. You talked about um, that this is also about spiritual lessons and karma. 
and Saturn being in there, who's the great teacher. So we've got spiritual lessons, which are the hard, the hardest lessons, it seems, are the spiritual ones, and the karmic lessons are the same. And Saturn's the great teacher who likes to teach us through pain, it sounds like. Um, and then Jupiter coming into going into the house of death. This all sounds but, kind of sc- well, scary. Jupiter coming in, becoming uh, becoming conjunct the planet that represents death. Oh God, this is all uh, sounding uh, really Pluto. scary. Pluto. And this also, just coming. to add, just to add some <laughs> spice to that mix. Oh God. From, <laughs> from March twenty fourth, from March twenty fourth or twenty third until May fourth. Mars was transiting through there. Oh, Mars and Saturn are, are, are mortal enemies to each other. And so, but Mars and Jupiter are beloved friends. And when they come Ooh. together, it promotes truth, justice, and fairness. But with, with Saturn there, it becomes much more uh, uh, problematic. And Mars happens to be exalted in in. Capricorn. So we have this powerful and exalted Mars with Saturn in its own sign, and it has produced uh, it, a, a lot of a lot of difficulty. Now on May fourth, Mars left Capricorn, and I've noticed that for quite a few people, things have not for everyone obviously, but for quite a few people in their individual charts. Um, uh, things are a little bit easier because there isn't that major battle between Mars and Saturn right. going on any longer. Right, right. And Mars always gets a bad rap. I have a friend who's an astrologer, and every time life is tough, she always says, Mars must be in retrograde. It's just like <laughs> Mars always seems to come in and just wreak havoc on, on Mar- everything. <laughs> yes. Ma- Mars can do that. It's a natural, malefic planet. But the thing is that Mars is also the planet of the will and uh, the, you know, the, and uh, of individuation. And so it gives the opportunity to move forward, to do to whatever one chooses to do, to, to, to pursue it. Now, if one has, if one, you know, has more uh, developed awareness and consciousness, Mars can be extremely useful and beneficial. They all have their purposes. Mars is a very logical planet, actually, and very <laughs> opinionated. Um, but it's what, <laughs> when, it, when it's well, when it's well aspected in a chart, it, it gives the ability to fix issues and problems that are directly in front of you. And as well, it can it can prepare you for the larger battles of life. If um, these are based on scores that are called Shadbala scores, it can prepare you for the larger battles of life. So um, every planet has its strengths and weaknesses. Um, even Jupiter, you know, it, it has, has can be problematic in the wrong place. Wow. That's, 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 that's quite profound. And in, you know, all the practitioners that I've had on the shows um, in the, since all this happened, no matter what um, process they were facilitating, all had a similar message. It's now's the time for us to stand back and search within and find that deeper, more, more peaceful spiritual process and, and really shift 
who we are if we're going to get to the next level, to get to survive to the next place. Everybody seems to be delivering the same message. Yes. Uh, yes. Um, I, 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 I think that's absolutely correct. And I won't go into the, the, the longer trajectory of things um, that are sort of put forward by Buddhist and, and Hindu, um, you know, uh, what shall I say, uh, ways of understanding where we're going. Um, that's beyond the scope of our of our conversation now, but yeah. um, yes, we very much, we very much need to grow uh, spiritually. We have to learn, you know, Jung, Carl Jung said before he died, someone asked him, are we going to survive? And Oof. Jung said, we'll survive only if we can learn to hold the opposites together which means not fragmenting personally, socially, culturally, uh, nationally, nationally, internationally. We, everyone has their own perspective. But we have to make space for, for difference. And even within ourselves as individuals, we are capable as individuals uh, and as a society of the greatest um, um, you know, uh, uh, blessings of 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 compassion and and creativity and support for others and and serving one another. And we're also capable of the most heinous and destructive and brutal things. And we have to recognize each of us individually that we're capable of all of that. We have the seeds of everything inside of us. And it's very important what seeds we choose to cultivate. Mm. So that, that, was, that was mighty powerful because in, in, it causes me to think about it's like a new beginning. You know, we, we are sitting at the precipice where we can choose to just kind of just go down the toilet, so to speak, you know, and just, just keep going down that way. We could stop and change who we are. And this has happened before. It started with people. This has happened before. We've been at this point before, right? Yes. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to go through all that again. I, I, <laughs> that was, I'm sorry, what, that was, I didn't hear what you just said. What did you I just said, say, Angel? I said, I don't know about you, but I don't want to go through all that again. I don't want to go through the pain of rebuilding our our our, our love and our beliefs and our you know our our appreciation of individualism. That it, the whole painful process of of dis, disarming all the all the negativity, all the hate, all that stuff. Yes, it's that less. I it's hear painful. you. I hear you. The, the 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 problem is that we're living in the age of global despotism. It's tyrants and autocrats and despots which are running powerful countries in the world. Ah. And unless they, you know, and and people follow because they don't. I don't mean everyone for sure. I don't mean everyone for sure. Certainly in our country, I think, and in Europe, we have, um, you know, and in every country to some extent, we have free-thinking people who 
want the best for for others and for the world, their families. Right. But as long as you know, uh, autocrats and dictators with little or no conscience are running the show. You know, we're 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 in trouble. We're in trouble. Right, and um, I just want to say, for there's a lot of people here, and it's hard. Astrology is hard to to take calls on, and and um, I wanted to give you an opportunity to kind of give your information so people can reach out to you if if they'd like oh, to sure. connect Thank with you. you. Thank you. So that you can Thank you know get your info out there, and then I have a question for you. So go ahead, do your do your commercial. <laughs> oh me, okay. So. Uh, it, it, uh, if you're interested in uh, an astrology reading, um, um, please call my, one of my numbers, which is 510-530-0517, 510-530-0517. And I'm also a, um, a licensed psychotherapist, and um, and that number is 510-499-6900, although I am kind of semi-retired in that regard, but I still take on an occasional client. But what I really love to do, and what I, I mean, I love to do all of it, but what's becoming more and more forward is I feel like I'm meant to talk and give speeches and Ooh. and I, I get very as you can hear i get very enthused about the things that i believe in and so but i'm just not someone to to try and make that happen i need to be i need to be pulled along. <laughs> well, we can, we're, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to pull you across the line because you you give us some really good information here so for the callers um i yes. really encourage you reach out to um reach out to, to Dr. Friedman. He is really good. I, I've been impressed with, with you every time I've talked to you. And it's, it's just so, so interesting to hear how you can have a focus, which is the, the purpose of astrology. And I, I'm, I have two questions for you. The first one is, um, how would you, what, what would you tell us, you know, based on what you're seeing, what should we do or what can we do both for ourselves and, and for our, our, our community just based on where you're seeing where we're at, how can we contribute to, to, to the positive change or to the, to prepare for the evolution or the come of, coming of the zombie apocalypse or whatever, whatever's about to happen. <laughs> um, there is, it, you know, in, in, in Buddhism, there are two fundamental um, principles that are, are, um, elements of enlightened awareness um, which we all hope to you know to achieve to one extent or another in our lives if we're aimed in the right way and one of them is compassion for life and the other one uh, it, which takes the form of kindness caring just doing simple things for others or 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 substantial things for other people because we all suffer in one way or another and to recognize our common humanity and that we're all looking for freedom from suffering and to, you know, to, to benefit ourselves and others that, that compassion is, is an essential intrinsic um, uh, expression of enlightened nature. 
And the other is wisdom, that, which is also an essential expression of enlightened nature. It's not being, not being um, uh, uh, satisfied about what one knows or, or smug about what one knows or what one doesn't know. You know, it, 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 ignorance itself is, is not a sin, but re- the refusal to learn is a major problem, right? Ooh. None of us knows everything, but if we're not willing to learn and grow, so wisdom really requires um, being able to think for yourself, not give over one's responsibility for self-development to some to someone else who says they have all the answers and make it all happen. So by cultivating our understanding of things, of other people, of ourselves, and, and you know, talking about things in a non-polarized way, with polarization is the opposite of holding the opposites together. So to, to, so if we're kind, and the way that I deal with it is like I take my walk, my long walk every afternoon, and, I mean, in addition to my work, which is, which is how I try to contribute to, to life, I take a walk around my block, a long block here, and whenever I meet, I, I smile or I say hi, or I stop to chat for a moment. I haven't done that in years, but even a smile, even a moment of care or concern contributes to somebody else's sense of well-being and uh, may open their heart. So the, the simple upshot of this is be kind and with, to others. You know, if you, if you disagree with them, so be it. But it doesn't mean that they deserve unkindness or 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 harshness or cruelty. It's so kind, a kind heart goes a long way to bettering our, our our individual lives, our communities, and the world. Wow! Did uh, I? Uh, I, all I can say is that's exactly what I needed to hear. And, and for those people who are, who are listening, it, it, what I'm getting out of that is we have the ability to affect this. And the complications of everything that's going on, all we have to do is be kind to each other. And we can make that shift happen by just being kind to each other. Because everybody else is being mean. All of our leaders are yelling at each other. The companies are greedy. It's just such a painful existence right now. But all I have to do is just be kind to my neighbor, to people I run into. That's, uh, I don't know if it's all, but it's certainly fundamental. Well, it's, it's, a, like it's, a, well, it's a start. <laughs> it's a it's start, a start. Right? Yes. The other thing is it's not that, I mean, I I I have I have a lot of growing to do myself, but and I have a lot of anger to you know that I have to process around um, the way our uh, what's going on in Washington and and uh, around the world, uh, and so 
the way that I want to channel that, if anybody's connected to the Biden campaign, I'm a tremendous writer, and I would love to write speeches for for Senator Biden. So if anybody has a connection there, please uh, contact. Well, I will say this, and that was my next question. You know, I'm a I'm a I'm a fan. Um, you know, I, I I have no no hesitation. You know, I I, I am a Democrat. I'm a fan. Um, I'm disappointed that he's been so quiet. You know, with everything that's going on, he's been kind of sitting back and letting things happen. What would you give for him? Because I noticed you're like, I'll write speeches. It sounds like you're kind of saying, could you please speak? <laughs> could you yeah. get out there? I think there's a, a, a tactical the tactic of this, I think, is to be sort of under the radar of Trump's venom. Um, mm. He still gets. He's still the object of it, but is but I think that, you know, he's saying a little bit of this and that. I think once he's formally nominated as a Democratic candidate, he, he absolutely has to come forward. He should really yeah. be coming forward already with much greater strength. I think he's just sort of lying, laying low, um, because he's watching Trump you know, hang himself with his own lies and hypocrisy and and pathological. Uh, I don't want to be. <laughs> I don't want to be sued here, but pathological narcissism. But what I what I want to and it's been said before, so it's like yeah. you know, and so what I what um, but what I think is that he trips himself up a little bit with with unnecessary uh, remarks that I think he thinks look, make him look strong. Uh, like the one where he says that African-Americans, if they vote for Trump are not black. And it's yeah. like, no, 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 that's so unskillful. Yeah. That's so unskillful. You have to be yeah. skillful in the presentation of your, of your strength right. and, yeah. and, and, and commitment, not just throwing things out. That's Trump's, that's Trump's that, modus operandi. That's right. It cannot be. It cannot be Biden. Um, right. So I'm ready to write the greatest speeches for Biden. Oh, yeah, really, shoot. I am. Let's <laughs> do it. Let's make that happen. So where? So where? What are the charts? You know, when we get to the so election. I time. have. You know, it's really interesting because I actually haven't yet looked at Biden's chart. I know Trump's chart pretty much by heart. <laughs> <My heart. laughs> you've looked at it you're like, no. just like examined it trying to find every we only have we only have a few minutes here um, I decided maybe did I put his chart up already and I forgot about that um, I don't know I'm, I, I very much uh, pray that his chart is much more powerful in terms of um, with regard to Trump in his chart, um, it, it's going to be it's going to be a circus without a doubt. It, looking knowing his chart, my teacher in Calcutta um, believes he definitely will not win, and I understand his rationale about this. But um, and I pray that he's good. Oh God, here comes the butt. Ah. <laughs> But for myself, but for myself, I think it's going to be. I, I can't be certain, as I, I was very certain last time, 
I can't quite be certain here. I think it really depends on what demonic forces he is able oh, to marshal. Oh, wow. In, in, in this matter. <laughs> Let me see if I have Joe Biden's chart here. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have much time. That's okay. I, I if don't... you don't have it, if you don't have it, I promise you, if you will take the time to do it, I will bring you back because I think that will be interesting information for the listeners. Um, like, like I said earlier, I, I was so uh, moved by looking back and, and, and hearing the things that you said. I would love to give you an opportunity to, to do the same um, with, with, the, with respect to, to Joe Biden's chart. And again, for the listeners, if you're listening, um, you know, with astrology, there's, there's some practitioners who bring them on, and it's really difficult to just kind of take a call and just do a quick reading because astrology is much more complicated. So if you want to connect with Dr. Dr. Friedman, please, he, he put his number out there, 510-530-0517. Give him a call. Um, he's, he's very good, and um, I... I'm very fascinated by by your process and how different it is. But I think it's also your therapist background kind of helps too, right? Because you, you're able to to kind of help us through whatever we got going on as we're trying to figure our lives out through our through our charts. Yeah. I think that my background as a therapist is um, it, it it syncs so well with astrology. Um, I'm, I, I, I couldn't have planned. I didn't plan this. I didn't plan my life this way. I do feel like I was pulled along by the divine to do these things. And I'm so grateful for it. It's, it's a wonderful combination. And then the, the history of religions and involvement in spirituality has also been a significant factor. So, um, Yes, it all it all syncs very well. There, there, there. There's a there's a synergy in all of it that I'm that I love and that I'm extremely grateful for. Wow, that that's that's really cool. So we only have a few minutes left, and I wanted to give you an opportunity to to give us your last thoughts, whether they be a call to action for the listeners or any anything about what you see kind of coming for us as we exit out of this shelter in place, you know, what we should be doing, anything at all you'd like to share, the stage is yours. Thank you. Well, I think part of what I just would like to say, and this is part of what I say in one way or another to everyone I work with is keep faith with yourself. Do not, do not succumb to your lower impulses. We all have those. We all have those. But that keep faith with, with the higher possibilities of your nature and um, with your better angels. And it, 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 it improves one's life. I've seen over and over and over again, psychologically, astrologically, um, and through experience that how we see things and how we approach ourselves, how we approach others, how we approach what we do in the world has a profound impact and, and makes a huge difference. So if we can understand ourselves and, and work toward the, our own betterment and the betterment of others, 
our lives will change. And the universe itself responds to that. It responds to that. It may not be immediately. It may not be what our, exactly what our egos want, but it will respond and produce a good result in the short term or in the long term. So come from the heart and know, know yourself and open your heart. That, that's absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much for coming on with me. I, I will um, reach out to you or you can let me know uh, when you've got, had a chance to walk through or put together a chart on, on Joe Biden and we'll bring you back and we can have a, a conversation about what it's going to look like as we prepare for this crazy election that's coming after we complete coming out of this, coming out of this pandemic, right? right? Oh, that's going to be right. insane. Right. Um, so, I, was, I really enjoyed um, talking with you, Angel, and, and thank you so much again for inviting me into your wonderful space and program. I'm, I'm very grateful. Thank you so much. Have a phenomenal rest of your day. God bless, and we'll talk to you soon. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Don't forget to follow us, and we will see everybody on the other side. Everybody have a good rest of your Saturday. <laughs> Take care. God bless you all. God bless you. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye.